0: Do you think your house is haunted? Have you ever thought you are being watched? If so, join us today in the talk with the one and only, The Tales of the RGV, with your host, Dwayne, and his co hosts Mark Salinas. And in today's story, oh, and, our, and our guest star, Dr. J. So, in today, in our first story... We're gonna be talking about a murder mystery. We're gonna add some true crime into this. So this murder mystery is about a man who was mysteriously shot in the head by a high caliber rifle. There was one day, two bystanders were walking near this car and they thought it was suspicious that it was still on. The headlights were on, the engine was on. So they decided to call 911 and once deputies arrived, they did not expect what they were about to find. When Deputy Pettis opened the car door, he saw and turned the man's head towards him. He saw the gunshot wound. And this case happened 30 years ago, and it is still an ongoing investigation since the 1990s. So... We're, we're going to be talking about if you guys know anything that was possibly close to this. Or related to it. Or related to it. Make some questions here and there. But there is some superstition, but
1: I, cannot, I do not know most of it. Well, I, mean, I think it's mainly interesting like how like the, sh- the gasha happened and probably nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on kind of what happened. It could have been just like around, like in the neighborhood, or just like in the district area, commercial area around it. And I was thinking about it, like what you said right now about how, like, the people that were walking around it, like, they saw the car. Um, kind of thinking like how they got the conclusion that they that was a suspicious, like, what they probably saw that make them feel uncomfortable around the car. I really don't know, like, since, for example, you uh, there could be walking down the street you like you're sitting in the district commercial areas like when you buy stuff usually cars are just on because so just go in and out quickly and, well, I don't think that should be like something that you should be concerned about since that like like I said people go in and out quickly so I was thinking about probably the the incident happened like in a neighborhood part in the night probably. I don't know if you think something else uh, mark or
2: Anyone else? Me personally, I'm a little confused on how it happened. Because there's no reports of damages to the vehicle. Like no broken glass where the bullet could have entered through the window. Nothing. So that's what finds me really confusing. Also, if it was in the neighborhood, how did they... Did no one hear a shot or something? And they found a large caliber bullet so it has me wondering is it in the middle of the night when everyone's asleep and it's just a quiet a quiet shot with a silencer maybe or was like no one around to hear it and then they just put the body in there so this was um my first uh was
3: you all talking about this incident that was my first introduction to it and so i mean my question to you all since you all came across this story um, do you know where, like it took place? It took place here in Bronxville. I
0: forgot in what road it was, but it was in a neighborhood.
1: It was in a the neighborhood. So they didn't specify which road was it, so it's also kind of difficult to figure out. It was like when I saw whether people probably are used to this kind of situations, or if not, probably just like in a back alley of the neighborhood, something like that.
3: So I mean, I mean. Anytime you hear something like this, it gives me, um, makes me think of a lot of questions. So one is like, one, if it was a neighborhood and you brought this up, uh, Irvin, you said, you know, how come nobody spoke up? Nobody said anything, right? It's an ongoing investigation. So that means the authorities have very little information about it. And if it's, if it's been 30 years, um, that means people don't want anybody to find, like, it to, to, for it to be solved. Like, nobody's in a hurry to tell them, oh, I saw so-and-so, or I saw these two guys, or this mysterious car. Right? And I don't, I don't know, you know, if, if anybody tipped them off, like, if anybody gave them tips. Um, but it seems like, if something goes unsolved for 30 years, my sense is, somebody really doesn't want it to be solved.
1: Yeah, I think that is also, like, a kind of like a dude, something like the the guilty one the person that made the the committed the crime, probably someone related to it like but to the police, just giving them bribe, which should be wrong, but like, it kind of makes sense or how it actually happened like really quickly if the person didn't really wanna be like seen, he could have just taken the car with the body as well of that, so nobody could see the like the incident in the morning or in the noon I don't know what time it happened and yeah, but like since. The person didn't like left any clues or any like kind of something he forgot behind just other than the bullet because like the person would in and, 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 and in this day still not being the soft case it's kind of concerning how very very like very a lot of people can make commit crimes mm-hmm. and like the police would never know. Just, like, compared like to today's one, even worse, like, there could be, like, even something bigger, but, like, the police couldn't get a clue about it.
3: Do you... Let me ask you all. Do you think the police want it to be solved? Do you think they want this crime to be solved? Probably since a
0: high-caliber weapon was used mm. in this in this incident. And most of high-caliber weapons could be illegal to have,
3: so... So, Duane, you think maybe the fact that the whoever the perpetrator used a high-caliber weapon, um, obviously there was a murder committed, but that that might signal that there are other things involved. So maybe there's like weapons trafficking, or maybe they, per, they, they procured the weapon illegally. Maybe there's something else to the story, right? So that it leads to a lot of questions.
1: Um, okay. Well, I think so. Yeah, because since the uh, the report said that there was not installing, and uh, it may be like the person that got killed was also included like in a gang or some trafficked like illegal stuff. So probably one of his like old members was told to kill him since he probably made a mistake or competition didn't want him like to, I don't know, give information or something. They didn't also report they had like illegal substances or weapons inside of the car. They reported the person was dead. And well, that's when it came like to the point like they had to kill the person and probably leave like the evidence at this point if you're like thinking about it again. So people can know like as a like as a warning, like if you do like you mess with us or something like that. Yeah. It's another part of the reason why they didn't take care of the body. Since like a lot of times crimes the criminal tends to just cover the body, bury the body, I don't know, dissolve it or cut it by pieces. Could be another reason why uh, they left the body behind, or like the entire evidence of the car.
3: You ever think, Irvin, that maybe they they left the body as like a like a warning?
1: Yeah, I think so. If like if you think of like to the point of view, like there are criminals like among he was a criminal, the criminal killed another criminal, and that there's a more people involved in with these people. Mm-hmm. There's that probably left the body as a warning, like. You don't mess with us or this is gonna happen to you.
2: I also know that a lot of drug cartels they like to do that they like to leave warnings for people who they're going after so that could be a possibility. I also want to know is how come they didn't track down the bullet because nowadays it's easy to trace down a round you find a round in the body you just scan it trace it down to who purchased the rifle or who purchased the ammo And they can find it, so... And they just said that they found the round. There's no forensic science behind anything that I heard of. No fingerprints, no tracing of the round, no no blood loss. Just the dead body, which is weird. I find personally.
0: Well, this exact case could probably get closed any time since it has been over 30 years. They can get closed because they haven't been able to find an actual lead to the murder. So so that's all we have. But we do have a second story, but we're just going to try to make it fast. Um, it's a paranormal activity. And it's around a well-known area in Bronzeville, which is TSC and UTRGV. Um, it is by the old morgue here there has been rumors of people seeing a woman dressed in all black and they have seen her and they have heard her say that she's looking for her son who was killed I do not know if it was during the war versus Mexico or if it was during one of those uh, pandemic events but there has also been other sightings of a spirit of a soldier roaming the area. So I, I work with a paranormal team um, and they're gonna have a tour here in Bronzeville, but I hope we can find out more clues of this place and its mysteries so that way we can come down here and investigate it and to find the truth. Why there's paranormal down here by the campus and to also go to these locations where people have been killed. So that's all for today. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast of the Tells of the RGV. Hope you guys enjoyed. And thank you for our special guest, Dr. J, for coming on to the show today. Even though it was our first podcast and we wanted to have a a star here, (laughs) um, make sure to go uh, to this podcast. uh, What what are they? Uh, The Way to College podcast. The Way to College podcast, guys. Um, Also, I don't know if you can comment on this, but if you want to leave a comment, feel free to do so. And we will try to reply to them. So thank you for uh, hearing. And that's all for today.